You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Having a great time while we're out here at Legend Sportsbook inside Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. A reminder, if you're interested in the uh, a weekend here at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel, a an award-winning 204-room and sweet facility. Well, uh, this is the place to come for a stay vac- a staycation, and they also have the Juniper Steakhouse with sizzling steaks, fresh seafood, and an elevated dining experience. And they are welcoming all balloonists out here to Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel and the Legend Sportsbook right here. You know, we don't mess with apps and all these other things in New Mexico. You go right up to the window like you do uh, at your favorite places in Las Vegas, if that is what you are into. And they've got all all the lines of the NFL, college football, and Major League Baseball. All right, so let's get into some college and some NFL now and talk about the games that we are going to be watching over the weekend. Sam, you uh, take it away first. Give me your college game, and then I'm going to press up Adam Deal and find out what uh, his college game is, and then I'll share with uh, you guys what mine is. But you go ahead and take off there, Sam. By the way, Sam, you'd had some kind of sorry you know what weeks uh but then yeah, no last kidding. week last week you pulled out this i'm gonna have my eyeballs on lsu Ole miss and boom the game of the weekend so you you're back on track so who's what college game are you going to have your eyes on tomorrow where and we're none of us are going to pick uh the texas ou game the red river rivalry we'll talk about that on its own that's yeah. too easy so i want to hear what college game you have in mind there sammy all right i'm going with the big noon kickoff game on fox even though it's only noon in the eastern time zone 10 o'clock <laughs> mountain time on fox for the big 10 baby Tua, mike loxley and the maryland terps in oh. the shoe in columbus to play ohio state now maryland has played essentially a cupcake schedule to this point, but they yes. are steamrolling teams, and so they have the confidence they need at least to go into the shoe in Columbus and take on this high-powered Ohio State team. Baby two with 292 passing yards a game. Maryland, the number two scoring offense, number five scoring defense in the Big Ten. Two, probably the two best quarterbacks in the in the Big Ten right now with Baby Tua. Kyle McCord with Ohio State, but Mike Loxley getting it done there with, uh, and I mean, I'm calling him Baby Tua because it's Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, right. his younger brother, but Baby right. Tua and Mike Loxley off to a 5-0 start now with their biggest challenge to date at Ohio State, 10 a.m. on Fox tomorrow morning. All right, well, in case you're wondering, uh, the odds makers uh, think that Ohio State is going to give Maryland their first loss of the season. The Buckeyes favored by 19 out here at San Anastar Casino Hotel. So, uh, yeah, baby, this kind of do- does, though, show you, uh, you know, Mike Loxley's um, reputation of uh, being a coach that people want to go play for. I mean, baby two was at Alabama when uh, coach Loxley was at Alabama as the offensive um what was he? Uh, consultant type of thing. And yeah. then he became the offensive coordinator. Okay, let's not forget that. But anyway, he goes to Maryland. Baby Tua goes along with him. And, and they, uh, you know, they're scoring a lot of points. Uh, and Ohio State's coming off of that game. They didn't play last week, uh, Ohio State, I don't believe. So they, you know, they had the game against Notre Dame, an emotional game where they 
barely got by as we know. Uh, so I, I think they're going to be ready when uh, they face off against Maryland there in the shoe. But uh, it is going to be one that we do want to watch. What's the game you want to watch, Adam? Well, I'm going to go back to the hype with the, the Colorado Buffaloes to find out because it's, it's, this is a matchup against – Arizona State, late night in the desert. It's going to be warm. It's going to be hot. And it's, you know, Colorado is minus four and a half to Arizona. I want to find out if what, what Colorado we're getting. Is it that second half Colorado against USC that looked like they could score at will and get some defensive stops? Or is it getting blown out in the first half against USC guys, getting absolutely dismantled at Oregon? Or is this a team that actually can compete a little? So I'm really, I'm really confused on what Deion Sanders team is got a lot of hype early and now they've fallen off a little with a couple of big losses and so where are they with the middle of the road type team against Arizona State on the road late night game in the desert I love that choice there Adam because I didn't even know who Colorado was playing this week I mean boy how that uh, has unfolded now I'm sure there's going to be a a bunch of people just watching it because it is the Colorado Buffs I'm trying to so you have it here and what's the number here uh, Adam I so it's four so uh, Colorado's minus four and a half on the road Colorado four and a half on the road uh, in Arizona Uh, and what I like about this matchup you got to give him credit on this one too Sam right I mean you're picking you're Basically, I almost have a, a pick em game in this. I mean, Arizona, Colorado, four and a half. Uh, that's not many. Especially in college. It's very, like, the, the four points in college is really nothing either way. And, and especially after they they have played two opponents where they've been three touchdown underdogs uh, the last two weeks. So, what do you, you, that's one that you got to take an interest in, Sam. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have an eye on that one. Now, I am seeing here uh, game time temperature kickoff projected 102 because, you know, yeah, welcome, to temp, welcome to Tempe in, in, uh, in the evening time in October when garbage cans melt outside people's driveways that number does it's, it's actually a, just so you know it's a 430 start oh yeah it's, yeah. Four, it's a, a, a 430 okay. okay and yeah like you said colorado four and a half so 430 it's going to be toasty it's, it's, it's that's that's 330 over there it, it's okay? going to be yes, toasty like- it's uh it's going to be toasty but that number does tell me and and the timeline would check out to this game there is a chance that travis hunter is back for colorado if he is that number with them being favored on the road tells me there's a, a at least a, a decent chance we see him play tomorrow. Agree, agree, agree. Um, so yeah, they're two two comparable teams. I mean, right now Colorado is already outperformed what people thought. The the win total for Colorado in Vegas before the season started was three and a half, and they're not there yet. But they seem to be on their way, and one that, more, and you know, they this, get it. Well, they could yeah. be there by Saturday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on their way, and they may close that out. But it just goes to show you uh, that you know, even Vegas thinks that it's not going to be all that easy for the Buffs for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. All right, my game to watch. I'm going to keep my eye on Coach Rocky Long, defensive coordinator at Syracuse. <laughs> all right, the Orange. No way. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Like last week, they. They kind of let me down because, you know, they played Clemson, and 
you know, I, I mean, I think the expectation was too much for... Remember, Syracuse has been pretty darn bad lately, okay? And so Clemson had been pretty darn good. So, uh, you know, maybe Clemson, with their experience, it didn't matter that they were playing on the road in a hostile environment. Uh, they, they did take care of Syracuse. So now Syracuse uh, goes on the road to North Carolina, an ACC game. North Carolina favored by nine and a half points. And I just have a feeling that, you know, it would be fun to see... Uh, Syracuse um, hang around. All I know is that when they Syracuse games, we get a lot of airtime for Rocky because they show him on the sideline doing all his things, and and it brings back good memories to me. All right, Sam, your NFL game that you are taking and keeping an eye on. Well, I'm going to keep a close eye on that one for all the times they show Rocky because I got to imagine that there's some looks going over to the offensive coaches for Syracuse like guys help me out here a little bit that defense <laughs> held up he, as long yeah. as they could against Clemson but a but eventually the offense just didn't give them enough help so it's got to no. be the collective effort against a, against Drake May in North Carolina right right all right NFL game you're looking at there Sam all right NFL we're going uh, they're out there for a second week in a row we're going with the early morning kickoff 7:30 mountain time beat the sunrise NFL Jaguars, what? Bills in London. Buffalo is the acting home team. Not that it really makes that much of a difference outside of the coin toss. But Buffalo, the acting home team. The last time these two played, 2021, we had Josh Allen sack and intercept Josh Allen. So you got the Josh Allen bowl with the linebacker for the Jaguars, the quarterback for the Bills. But this is a really important game for both these teams. For the Bills, it's keep it going. Because ever since they had that embarrassing week one loss to the Jets after the Aaron Rodgers injury, they lose on in overtime the punt return for a touchdown. You talk about steamrolling teams like uh, like Baby 2 and Maryland. Bills winning by an average of 30 points a game over the last three. Granted, not a lot of stiff competition, but you know, uh, like I, I would say the Bills are the AFC version of the Cowboys. As long as they're not beating themselves and making stupid turnovers, they are that team, and they are incredibly hard to beat. So, I mean, for them, it's keep it going. For the Jags, it's more on the traditional prove-it side. This has been a really unsteady, at times sloppy operation for a team that finally has some expectations. So, as far as the top of the AFC goes, significant game in Week 5. I, I think that's well said, right? I think that's a good comparison with the, the Bills of the AFC Cowboys. They're kind of similar. Even quarterback play, like last year with turnovers, Josh Allen, I don't think a lot of people talked about that. But he's been really good since week one. And I, I think I'm with you here, Stan, because Jacksonville kind of has to have a prove-himself moment. They had a chance totally. with, with Kansas City, and now they got another chance with, with Buffalo this year. So we'll see. I'm going to go with – you guys kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'm going to go with, with Philadelphia at – um, LA. At L.A., the Rams. And I, and I think the Rams are kind of in that situation. Are they back from their Super Bowl team a year before? They have struggled a little bit. They win an OT last week. And I think Philadelphia hasn't looked great, but they're winning, right? And they, they beat Washington. You mentioned, Joe, how they, Washington doesn't go for two at the end. But they're kind of just skating by. And I'm curious. I think this is going to be a better defense than they've faced. And I also think you've got Cooper Cup, who's coming back, who adds another dynamic for Matthew Stafford. Obviously, we know that Puka Nakawa has been this rookie sensation. And so now you've got two really good receivers. Does that open it up for Stafford? I think this game's closer than the four and a half that uh, the Rams are giving on their own home turf, which is probably the Rams be a road are getting. Game. Yeah, or the Rams are getting on their home turf, which is might not be a, a true home turf, but you know. Right. So you you find that game? No, I wanted. I actually, 
you know, Sam and I talked. He bounced over to the whole Toy Story uh, game last week from the, the game in London. Um, and I wondered, you you got some youngsters. Did you flip over? And did you guys have that on? I mean, you would Watch. be the perfect family to have. You know, they, that's they, you guys, uh, you and Jess, uh, like – you know, you you guys are watching the game on regular, and the others are wa- the the kiddos are watching on. Tw- Did they do any of that in the deal household? The we the whole family was on. We didn't even flip it over to live action in London. We did the Toy Story the entire time. Having fun, laughing at the shenanigans that they pulled in. <laughs> I think there was a lot of technical difficulties at the beginning, but in the end, it was it was fun, spirited, and it made it uh, a unique experience. We we watched the whole thing together. It was great. I, I'm going to do it again. I want to do it again. Yeah, they're not doing it though for this right, week. Right. Uh, so they're not doing it. So, but yeah, that's the, the rave reviews there uh, from Adam, huh, Sam? I know you. You kind of got a kick o- uh, out of it. You you bounced over there here and there. I couldn't watch it for the entire game, but I did have I, I did have the split screen one on the Toy Story just to see it it was it, it was very it was very cute it was very well thought out you had the slinky dog acting as the the yard as as the chain the the for first down second down if there was a penalty slinky would back up his his rear you had the claw uh spotting the football after every it was play absurd. it In was a fun v- way. I mean it was very well thought out I will say this if if it was like a team that I care about like if I'm a big Dallas fan right I'm not I'm not going to be watching that. I'll be watching, you know. Of course. But they're also not doing that for a Cowboy game. Right. That's well. That's what I'm saying. It was, it was two teams that I really don't have a an interest in who's winning. So then it's easier just to watch the whole thing that way. But I could understand if you're like a Atlanta Falcon fan or a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. I could understand how you would just check it out to see what it looks like, but then go right back to regular scheduled programming. All right. Well, my choice, and a lot of people are like, "What?" Uh, you know, I like the Jets Broncos match. Yes, I'm so yeah. glad one of you guys picked that. Is that right? Yeah, I'm Is that so right? glad one of you guys picked that. Well, you're that. probably better. You know, t- tell me why you're so intrigued by that. There are a lot of subplots, okay? Yes. Uh, the, you know, the Sean Payton, Hackett, uh, you know, feud before the season. Uh, you got two quarterbacks that, like, are, are really struggling. Um, so why why did that get you so excited, Sam? Because I love chaos and I love games that okay. are just have this kind of dumpster fire. I mean, I wanted to, I, I wanted to play along with with the uh, Bears and Broncos last week. So anytime there's this kind of game where all the storylines have nothing to do with football. Hey, Bears Broncos was really good. Yeah, that actually, late, actually, actually ended up being, up being a better game. Fair. No, it did end up being a better game than I ever would have guessed. But yeah, this is all about Nathaniel Hackett and Sean Payton. Sean Payton says it's the worst coaching job he's ever seen. Well, they have the same record. So is Aaron Rodgers, we saw him show up the other night uh, for the, like, does anybody think there's any chance that he's going to go along with the team on these road trips? Or is he just going to be like, hey, I got to rehab and I'm trying to accelerate things. I'm doing my own thing. Any chance at all, Sam, that Aaron Rodgers is in Denver? Probably not. I didn't see uh, yesterday's or if they even did, or not yesterday, on Tuesday. I didn't see if they did one this week, but... This entire time, up until recently, when he's doing his weekly hits on the Pat McAfee show, he's been laying in a hospital bed in his apart in his house. So, gotcha. uh, hard to imagine he's going to be uh, getting on a plane. Hard to imagine he's that interested in getting going on this particular trip. But he has been basically being a a, a, a player coach while he's injured and telling these guys as much as he can, trying to tell them to get their heads out of where the sun don't shine. And he's talking about 
also trying to play this season, which is absurd. Like that's not going to happen with a torn Achilles. I don't. Well, I don't it was really only going to be if they are. made the playoffs. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and they would have to make the playoffs, and that that is obviously a long shot. To the game itself, it's it's obviously intriguing because of Nathaniel Hackett. But I mean, is it going to be good football? Well, yeah, that's the question. I mean, both teams were getting run in their games last week. Broncos getting run in Chicago. Jets getting run at home against the Chiefs, and both of them mounted really good comebacks. I mean, Broncos end up winning. Jets fall a little bit short there. So you, you don't know what the trajectory of these teams are going to be. I have a feeling that they might, you know, have things buttoned up by now in New York because they already know that their quarterback is Zach Wilson and they're going to have an, had enough time to, to use it. But also at the same time, uh, don't count out Russell Wilson and don't count out Sean Payton yet. Don't don't bury him yet. Uh, but this game is like Sam said, it's it's a game of chaos. Here, real quick before the break. Rio Grande rivalry is what they call the UNM-New Mexico State rivalry, all right? right? The rivalry between Oklahoma and the University of Texas is called the Red River rivalry. I've been to actually one of those games over the years. They, The whole cool thing about the OU-Texas football thing is neither of them ever plays on the other one's home field. They just played in Dallas, which is almost the exact distance from Austin and Norman, and boom, you got yourself uh, the Red River rivalry. Texas a five-point favorite out here at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel inside uh, the Legends Sportsbook. Sam, what are what, you know? I know that's going to be on your list of games to watch. We told you know we didn't pick that one because it's obvious. But right. Real quick, uh, Red River rivalry talk. Let me hear it from you. Yeah, that one's at the same time as the game that I picked. Those are both at 10 a.m. So it's going to be actually the the 10 a.m. slot. It's the whole trio. You got LSU, Mizzou. You got. All of that, so it's going to be a fun time watching college football. I've actually, I, I, I got to give Texas's fan base a lot of credit because I would have, I, I would have assumed, I would have put money on it by now, assuming that at five and zero, they're in position early on to get in the college football playoff. That that fan base would be, we're back. They would be lifting each other on their shoulders and doing backflips and cheerleader moves. All uh, it's, it's been relatively quiet. I think Texas fans are cautiously optimistic. They want to see how this is going to play out, but that's not a familiar place for them. Just like losing, cautious optimism and, and quietly enjoying their team winning, not a familiar place for them either. This would be like the time where Oklahoma could really just hurt Texas's feelings. like Because they've, they've won in the past, obviously, a lot of times. But this is the year Texas is actually really good. Right? And I know they're both undefeated, but Oklahoma hasn't really had the schedule to prove themselves yet. So that's why this is intriguing to me. Like, Texas fans right now are very high hopes. You know, they won at Alabama, and this could be the time that Oklahoma really stomps their hearts out. So it's very curious. That's what they – like, they they seem to do that to each other. Right. Like, when one team – you know, and then, of course, the OU head coach, uh, Brent Venables, comes to Oklahoma from Clemson and every – but he thought that things would just continue to roll like they, you know, were with Stoops and Lincoln Riley. And, and Venables kind of had some hiccups along the way, but he's rectified all of that uh, with the way they played the last few weeks. Not the greatest competition. Uh, they played SMU to start the season and, you know, were able to, to get by them comfortably. But since then, they've been rolling. And it's OU Texas. It's kind of like the Ravens and the Steelers, like, 
when when each of these teams play, no no matter where they are in this in this case, throw they're both, out the records. They, yeah, throw out the records, and whoever gets like rolling, I, I will tell you this. Let me see what the what's the over and under in that game here. Okay, that let's see. I I bet you it's at least seventy points. Eh, it's at sixty points, sixty and a half points. Um, maybe take the over on that. All right, all right. Coming up next, it's a name that makes us chuckle and blush, and maybe makes some a little uncomfortable. We may not have to use it or even be able to use it very much longer. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Team Talk. I'm Joe Neal, Adam Deal, Sam Hauser, ESPN Radio 101.7, The Team.